Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the Jack-O-Lantern Press Podcast on the Weird Network, where we discuss monsters and Christmas. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. It's Monster Monday when Tom and I briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the third of four parts, this is the ghost of Christmas present. Enter Scrooge! Christmas present. Look up on me. <laughs> That's the ghost of Christmas present from the 2009 film A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. And for those who still somehow don't know what A Christmas Carol is about, well, it's a story about an old miser named Ebenezer Scrooge who receives on Christmas Eve four spirits in his chambers and uh, tonight as part of our four-part series this month on the ghost that uh, haunt scrooge we're going to be talking about the third ghost in the carol that's the third if you include marley's ghost but before we dig more into the ghost of christmas present i wanted to mention our sponsor of the show that's nightmare 365 and their podcast which you can find at nightmare365.com Over there at Nightmare, Matt explores the unexplained, the mysterious, the spookiness that lives among us, and Greg, reportedly in his Eskimo Fatfish 949 ice fishing shelter on New Jersey's frozen blue hole, has got a hole drilled in the ice and is contemplating jumping in. Now, sources say that Greg is complaining about the stench coming out of the hole in the hole, and he's reconsidering his position. Also... He's brought a soundboard with him that he doesn't know how to use. Uh, I would imagine that's probably definitely in that Eskimo Fatfish 949i ice fish. I would shelter. venture to guess it is as well. It's got to be in there. I don't know where he's getting the power, but he's got it. But uh, yeah, check him out over there. Matt and Greg discuss case files into the unknown, UFOs, monsters, urban legends, folklore, conspiracies, and a whole bunch more. So check them out. Be sure to subscribe to their YouTube channel, which we'll link in the show notes. But the uh, the Ghost of Christmas present, I got to tell you, Tom, uh, I did not find much on the Ghost of Christmas present. Just kind of the normal stuff, like the stuff I think all of us know. Did you well, find a bunch? I mean, I mean, honestly, so when we first thought about doing you know these episodes with the different ghosts and whatnot i i figured that there would be a ton of information so and what we ended up finding out actually if we were to ever do this again or restart this which obviously we wouldn't now but i would say we would lop these all together 
Um, Marley probably had enough information. Well, I think our Marley episode had enough information, but I think these other ghosts may be taking away death because I think death, we're going to have way more information on that. Um, but as far as the ghost of Christmas uh, past and present, uh, no, there is not much information tricky, out yeah. there. Yeah, and there's not even a lot of 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 content out there that even talks about anything other than a couple of the movies, people who've played in them. Um, you know, each each monster does have their own little powers and abilities. I think this monster is, uh, or or this ghost is, a little bit. There's there's some cool things in there that we'll get into a little later on, but I think for the most part, yeah, the the past was my most complicated and and then obviously this one so and the thing is like it's not to take away from how cool this this ghost is because i i know that watching the movies and the play and all that he definitely was always one of my favorite because he looks like santa claus well he's supposed to be father christmas but his his coat is kind of like santa claus's because it has the white trim but instead of it being um, red it's green but I always liked him because of that so when like when we were kids and we went to see the play A Christmas Carol at the Glendale Center Theater in Southern California that character was always cool because it was like Santa Claus so it was cool to see him and he has the beard and all and even though it's not white it's red um, you know it still was cool to always see him so he is a cool character and especially in that clip that you heard at the beginning of the show with Jim Carrey playing him and that laugh like there's something about that laugh and and even oh, on yeah. YouTube there's a there's someone edited together all the that spirit's laughs just like back to back to back to back <laughs> it's kind of funny huh. there's just something well, you about know, that dang laugh what's interesting though about this about this ghost um even outside like marley can be freaky uh obviously the ghost of yet to come uh you know that we'll talk about in next week's episode that one's freaky i mean everybody fears death and whatnot the ghost of christmas past there was nothing scary about that at all i mean that was more soothing than than being scary um but this ghost you know has a transition at the end even in the 2009 movie that I think actually is probably some of the creepiest of the entire film. Um, maybe people will, will say that I'm wrong, but when this ghost transitions from what you see, even in the clip that we did at the very beginning, you know, where you go in and you see this, this like decorated huge room and there's all these presents and there's all these white lights and there's these glows and he's in this plush, you know, red robe. Food everywhere. Yeah. Feast, and it just. Feast all around. It's, yeah. It's like a, a, it's this great atmosphere and you're just kind of like, oh, wow, this is neat, you know? And then all of a sudden. As you venture through, you know, what he does when he's flying you around and whatnot. And then at the end there, when he's transitioning, when you get transitioned to go into the next ghost, it that part is freaky. Those kids at the end, uh, the ones that, that represent ignorance, ignorant, ignorance and want, uh, those were creepy kids. And then they grow up and they they're doing all this bad stuff and 
and then he like withers away he he he's almost like dying because that that clock tower bell is going off that probably is striking I yeah don't his time, what time i think it's expires throughout the night that's why he has to hurry at the end because he he's expiring right and that's what transitions i think ebenezer scrooge to the whole now you're gonna have to make a decision either change yourself or you're gonna die basically and but then the ghost of christmas present the way he dies i mean it was freaky you see this great character at the very beginning of his of his role and then at the end he's like turning gray he starts withering away you see his you know his skeletal figure and then all of a sudden he goes to dust and blows away so i thought that was probably some of the creepiest stuff uh between the kids and him dying uh of the whole movie i don't know what do you think about that was yeah it no worse for than sure death it definitely, I mean, it's, it's, it definitely, I like the juxtaposition between like this jolly old man laughing with all this bright light and presence. And then all of a sudden it goes to, you know, the ghost of, of, uh, yet, yet to come. Um, but regarding the kids, I was reading in Wikipedia, it says that the two figures of want and ignorance sheltering in the robes of the ghost of Christmas present were inspired by the children Dickens had seen on his visit to a ragged school in the East end of London. So he had actually based those kids on real kids that he had seen and, you know, felt bad for. So yeah, um, I thought that was pretty interesting, but it is, it is creepy. And I always thought in, in the play when we were kids, seeing those two, two little kids in there, it was kind of creepy how they were in his robe and, you know, they definitely needed food and, and uh, it was kind of scary. Yeah. And I think the way way that they did that, the way that they, they, you know, animated that in that movie, I, I just think they did a really good job. And plus, you know, Jim Carrey, his voice acting in that was really well done. Yeah, for sure. But I don't let you want to get into this thing and, and we'll get into the history and all that. There's not much, yeah. but there's a little let's bit. Let's jump in. All right. Well, without further ado, let's dig in. <laughs> so the ghost of Christmas present, as uh, we've already been discussing, comes from Charles Dickens novella, A Christmas Carol from 1843, or what he called A Christmas Carol in prose, being a ghost story of Christmas. As I had already said, the spirit looks like Father Christmas, an image that in the 1800s was uh, pretty common as uh, the spirit of the holidays. Uh, That actually was uh, what helped create Santa Claus, this Father Christmas image. Kind of it developed or morphed into the Santa Claus. Um, Now, according to Fandom.com, which takes its information from the uh, the novella, the spirit appears to Scrooge as a jolly giant with dark brown curls. I always thought it was red. I think in some instances he does have red hair. In any event, they say brown. He wears a a fur-lined green robe and on his head a holly wreath set with shining icicles. He carries a large torch made to resemble a cornucopia and appears accompanied by a great feast. He states that he has had more than 1,800 brothers, in fact, 1,842, and later reveals the ability to change his size to fit into any space. He also has a scabbard with no sword in it 
a represent a representation of peace on earth. Um, in the story, A Christmas Carol, the spirit transports Scrooge around the city, showing him scenes of festivity and also deprivation that were happening as they watched, sprinkling a little warmth from his torch as he travels. Now, according to sparknotes.com, the ghost of Christmas present serves as a central symbol of the Christmas ideal, generosity, goodwill, and celebration. Appearing on a throne made of food, the spirit evokes thoughts of prosperity and merriment. Christmas in Dickens' mind is a time of sharing one's riches, emotional, spiritual, monetary, etc., with the community of man. A feast is a wonderful thing, but only if one has loved ones to whom to share it. In this sense, the ghost of Christmas present also re uh, represents empathy, enabling Scrooge to not only see the Cratchits, but to feel the sorrow and hardships of their daily toil. Now, uh, a couple notable performances uh, of the, or portrayals of the Ghost of Christmas Present. You have Yosemite Sam played him, Brainy Smurf, and Willie the Giant. And uh, <laughs> I have a link that I'm going to put in the show notes that has a bunch of portrayals in uh, film and TV um, and it, it'll be, it's pretty interesting just to kind of see all the different versions of, of the ghost, but that's, yeah, that's basically what I have for the history. Yeah. So to, to get into the powers and abilities, and like I said, aside from what we had mentioned about Marley's ghost with just basic ghosts, these are the other abilities that the, the ghost of Christmas present has. So one is obviously his size. He's huge. Um, and so he commands not only respect, but he's obviously strength. You know, his strength is probably tremendous. Um, he carries a torch, which can be used as a weapon. It also is, is filled with fire, and I'm sure he could do whatever he wants with that. One of his biggest um, uh, abilities is flight and the ability to alter his size to fit into any space like you had mentioned earlier. Um, weaknesses. You know, obviously, he could wither away uh, as soon as death comes into play. And I think that that has to do with anything that's unpleasant or maybe it's because he does run out of time, like we were saying before, that time is against him. And so he only is around in certain times. Uh, so a weakness of his is that if you wait long enough, eventually he's going to wither away and die, or if death comes to basically take him away. That might be his arch nemesis, is death. Um, I think it, it said, they basically say it's time. Like He only has a certain amount of time, but that's the thing. Is that his only existence? Like, Will he ever show up again? Will he ever or, show up again? I don't yeah. know. Who knows? And or maybe that's just, that's just I mean, what he has for the night, and then he regenerates somehow, and you know he shows up for some other one, some other person who you know he has to teach a lesson to. I don't know. Right. I mean, his so there's I I I'm on this Disney dash fan dash fiction dot fandom dot com, and you know I mean this this has a pretty good a uh, bunch of information on here. We'll, we'll throw this in the show notes so you guys could take a look at it. Um, but it does have, you know, the different type of feature films, the people who did the voice, um, his personality, his appearance, his affiliations, uh, his goal, 
basically to show Ebenezer Scrooge the joy of Christmas and warn him about the want and ignorance, which is the two children at the end of his his uh, little time there, uh, his dislikes, um, his likes. So a couple of his likes are peace on earth, goodwill to all men, Christmas, and his laughing, of course. His dislikes are Scrooge's stubbornness and hate for of Christmas, death, violence, and bad will to, uh, to all men. Uh, it does mention that his weapon uh, of choice is a torch, and his fate erodes into dust when his visit is over. Um, yeah, and obviously his main quote uh, is, Peace on earth, goodwill to all men. Now, as I was digging in a little bit more, I kind of wanted to see if, you know, how much he was mentioned in any other sort of, you know, if there were books out there. And there's a bunch of titles if you go on Amazon and search, you know, The Ghost of Christmas Present. People have created books. Some of them look pretty cheesy. Um, but I started jumping in a little bit to the comic book world. And do you know that The Ghost of Christmas Present actually appears in 34 issues? And like I said, wow. we'll link... Uh, comicvine.gamespot.com has every single uh, comic book that he is listed in. The Wind in the page. Willows? He's in The yeah, Wind the in the Willows? One appearance. So, somehow he is mentioned or or shown in all of these, these comic books somewhere. Mark Twain's so I, Tom Sawyer and what the heck? Yeah, huh. he's in uh, Grim Santa Fairy Claus Tales. Funnies. He's in that Ooh, one. Zombies Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Yeah, Rick and Morty. Cool. Muppets. There's all kinds of, of stuff in here. But anyways, they list all hmm. of the uh, comic books that the Ghost of Christmas Present is in. Um, one other thing that, I, that we'll throw in the show notes as well is Amazon has a Department 50, uh, 56 Dickens uh, Christmas Carol Village set up, and one of the um, uh, things that you could buy is a, the accessory figurine set of all three spirits that we have talked about. So you got um, the Ghost of Christmas, Past, Present, and Yet to Come, uh, and obviously the ghost of christmas present is the biggest one there and he looks kind of cool um so you can oh my you god can obviously once again like we talked about in the last episode that ghost of christmas present is stupid oh it's horrible hey you yeah. look at that and you're like what the heck is that once again yeah it's it's like it's the worst one no the, matter the ones what that i, mean, I have like the present the one for my dickens village is way better it's it's more of a female but it's still you know, it looks better than that. Like that looks dumb, but, um, you know, cause it always goes back and forth. Sometimes it's a guy who plays it. Sometimes it's a girl. The one that I have is a female, but it still looks cooler than that. I don't even know yeah. what that is, but it's, yeah, I don't, and I don't like that Scrooge as much as the Scrooge that I have. I don't know what the name of the set is that mine came in. I thought it was a department 56, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. All right, well, for movies, TV, books, I'm going to do the same thing that I did the last two weeks, and that's refer people to our podcast from last year where we talked 
all about all kinds of uh, movies, uh, TV uh, specials, um, the book, other books. Um, and that episode is called Ghostly Christmas Carols. We'll put a link in the show notes. But yeah, it that has a bunch of, of stuff to check out as far as movies and whatnot go. Um, some other goodies. There's a cool resin figure. I didn't even send these to you, Tom. I'm going to send these to you real quick. There's a cool little resin figure of uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present. And uh, he's pretty neat. It's like a little statue. And then there's a shirt that has the actual John Leach illustration from the book of of the Ghost of Christmas Present. So you can get the shirt, which these are both available on Amazon. So oh, uh, that, you can that check actual that out. shirt's kind of neat. Yeah. It's the original it's illustration fun. from the, the Dickens book. And then did you see the little statue? That statue? Yeah, I'm looking. Oh yeah, that one's neat too. He's cool. Now, yeah, actually there was what you would imagine. There was another one if if people go on to Amazon and just type Ghost of Christmas Present, they they actually had a uh, a flame um uh deal that you you put over like a candle flame to to snuff it out um of him as well and it was like this huge thing that you could see. I like this guy better though. Uh, I think he yeah, looks Yeah, he's neat. pretty neat. Yeah. And then if you're in Transylvania and you're looking for the Ghost of Christmas present, uh, you're going to have to uh, go to the Gaslight Quarter in downtown Transylvania, which is a haven for ghosts, including these ghosts of of, uh, Christmas. It's filled with phantoms, and uh, it's pretty neat. But uh, the only way you're going to be able to, uh, to get there, find your way there, and hopefully get out... Is if you get our book, Transylvania Traveler, which you can get at jackolanternpress.com. All right, it's time for our trick-or-treat bags where Tom and I share something cool we've been checking out during this last week. So, uh, Tom, what have you been checking out? What's in your trick-or-treat bag? So I have actually been waiting to to do this um and I was going to do this on the uh, Ghost uh, of Yet to Come, but I decided to do it on this one because this is really neat. And I think anybody who has a VR headset, and I know I bring up VR stuff all the time, but this is pretty freaky. And to get into more of like the the Halloween sort of nightmarish sort of Christmas carol uh, spookiness, um, it is a game called Chained. A Victorian Nightmare. We'll put it in the show notes, obviously. Oh. Uh, but why, I, I've sent this trailer to you in the past. But if you, if our listeners go and watch this trailer on this website, this thing is pretty scary. This came out December 19th, 2019 oh, by yeah, MWM Interactive. Yeah. And has great positive reviews. And right now it's only $4.99. Um, and I will tell you right now... Uh, it's pretty freaky. It's actually an interactive story that you go through and you uh, you basically um, experience all the different ghosts and stuff. But when it gets to death, like the death, the ghost of yet to come, there's like these chains that are hooked up to you and you can't move your character in the game so you're stuck in one place and these these like things are coming at you and I'm going to tell you it's pretty freaky. Um, so definitely check the trailer out 
Anybody who has a headset, I highly recommend getting this and checking it out. Uh, I think they did a really good job. It's kind of underrated for what it is, and I think a lot of people, uh, everybody always has all these higher expectations, but I love the experiences in VR just for the the sake of of seeing like you know the environments and the work and stuff like that that people have put in and this they did a really good job on it so that's what I've been uh, been messing with and playing around with and I think uh, everybody else should jump in and do the same thing nice all right so my tr- for my trick or treat bag item um, back in uh, in our our Thanksgiving episode I had talked about a documentary that was coming out black friday um, and i didn't have a ton of information because it wasn't available until black friday um, but this documentary is called um tales of the uncanny well i i bought it black friday and i just got it and i watched it and it's awesome and what it basically is is a documentary about anthology horror movies So I'm just going to read a quick little description. It says, What began as a modest bonus feature for the special edition Blu-ray of the Theater Bazaar became, when COVID hit, an international Zoom-enabled feature-length documentary on the evolution, challenges, and all-time top five greatest anthologies and segments in horror. And they interviewed a ton of people on uh, it says 60 horror writers directors and scholars about all the different horror anthologies which i love you know we're talking movies like creep show tales from the crypt um trick or treat and um it's it's freaking cool and there's a movie that i forgot about um called from Beyond the Grave, it came out in 1974, and I saw it years ago, but I didn't really remember it, and I actually worked with the director of this, he he, start, he was doing Hallmark movies now, his name, name's Kevin Connor, and, um, and I saw him interviewed in it, I was like, oh, cool, well, I ended up buying From Beyond the Grave, so I'm going to check that out, I haven't watched it again yet, like I said, I saw it a long time ago. But um, it looks really cool just from the documentary. But the documentary is great. It is a limited release. I don't know how long it'll be available. We will put the link in the show notes. But depending on when you're listening to it, to this, um, who knows if it'll still be available. I don't know. Um, But as of this recording, it is available. And like I said, it's really cool. It's got some other special features on there. Um, But yeah, definitely check it out. It's, it's It's really fun, especially if you're into anthology horror yeah no that did look neat yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely cool um there were there were a bunch of of um anthology films that i didn't even i've never even heard of i found some on youtube and then i don't know if you remember that one tom it was called monster club that we had the vhs of i got it one oh, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I so I, yeah, so that's actually on YouTube, so I'll probably watch that again because I, I got rid of that VHS a long time ago. But yeah, anyway, that's it. So anything nice. else, Tom, before we call it a night? No, I think that'll do it. All right, cool. Well, that is going to do it for this Monster Monday. For more about the Monster Universe and the Monster Revolution that's upon us, go to jackolanternpress.com. You can also call our pumpkin hotline and leave us a message with any questions, suggestions, or your impressions of the show 
at 323-761-0276. And if you enjoy the show, please give us a rating and a review. It's a big help for the podcast, and we'd greatly appreciate it. So thank you for joining us, and we'll meet up again next week with the final ghost in the series, and uh, it should be fun talking about him in the pumpkin patch. See you then. Ha 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 